So TORCH stands for the Oxford Research Centre in the Humanities and it's, it's very new. Uh, we're a new entity within the Humanities Division and the aim of TORCH is to be a forum and a platform for interdisciplinary research. Fundamentally what we do is um, our, our core things are we support um, ideas initially, so groups of academics and uh, usually involving, it has to be multidisciplinary, so it has to be people, people that come from different faculties, different universities, um, practitioners, and they've got an idea and they come to us and we, we fund them for one or two years, depending on what they've got going on. So they're the torch networks, of which we have 21 currently, so we're, we're very busy during term time. And then we have major programmes who we support, so dance, digital humanities, women in humanities. We have up to eight at any one time. Um, so they're based with us as well, which is fantastic. And what we do is online, we put up their materials. So their public programme, we promote and ensure that you know people around the university and wider are able to know that these things are happening, come and be part of the conversation. But also it goes further than that. Anything that comes out of these different conferences uh, papers, posters even, we, we put up online to enable people to, to access it freely. Um, and the regular comment we get is that, I've been to your website, it's great. You know, we, keep it, we update it daily and the team is really focused on the fact that communication really is key to something like Torch and that's, that's our, our main and primary role. Um, we also have uh, knowledge exchange and the early career group with us as well and, and we sort of package all that up together and also those more public facing programs uh, such as Humanitas we're able to promote that through our website and multimedia is a really important part of, of everything with Torch wherever possible we film things for example uh, medieval storytelling that's an early career group who had an idea about storytelling and they're medievalists and they thought we'd love to explore this, so they got some storytelling specialists in and we filmed the day and made a short version of it to sort of stimulate conversations further. Would people want to do this in other faculties, you know, across disciplines? Um, and it's been really successful. It's great to see that they're going on to do further things. Last year we had our headline uh, series, which was about humanities and the public good. And the main event for that was held at the examination school because the interest in it was huge. So we had to go to a much bigger venue. It's fantastic that people wanted to hear about that. What's really interesting is that 20% um, of that audience were, they weren't students or staff or anything to do with the University of Oxford. They were members of the public that wanted to talk and be part of the discussion. So openness is, is a fundamental part of it. In this first year, we've, we've uh, been able to enable almost 400 research events, whether it's our research networks coming together in small groups or massive events such as, you know, the one I referred to with the, the public good event and of course all the Humanitas events. Um, <clears throat> that has actually involved um, seven and a half thousand members of audiences across the whole year. And that's, that's phenomenal in terms of, you know, the overall reach and a substantive part of that is, is public. For example, we're working a lot, and it's in our strategic plan, to work with performing and visual arts, so dance is one of our major programmes. Um, and of course with the museums, the University of Oxford has the Pitt Rivers, the Ashmolean Museum, the Museum of the History of Science, the Natural History Museum, 
and of course the Botanic Gardens. So in terms of collections, it has a wealth. And then of course you have the Bodleian Library and all the libraries with it. So it's, there are so many resources where you actually have groups researching within them as well. So the, the collaborative work we do there is, is, is ongoing. We're not setting an agenda and telling them how to research. We're working with the Oxford academics and partners and almost as, at times being a broker between different groups and being able to find and connect people. You know, it's great me writing a paper in my room and then finding somebody else has written a paper similar. You work together, that naturally interdisciplinary approach creates, it breaks new ground. So we had a recent lecture with the um, Digital Humanities Summer School. It's called the Torch Open Lecture. And we were very lucky to have uh, Dr Martin Roth, who's director of the Victoria and Albert Museum. And what we found was a lot of people who weren't able to come said, are you filming it? You know, and it's, I think it's almost an assumption these days that, the, the, uh, that things are recorded and it is able to have a longer term um, visibility and impact. And what we've seen as well is um, we did a shorter interview at the beginning, just looking at a few areas related to digital and museums as organisations. That stimulated new conversations on Twitter, you know, social media, and actually recognising that these can be vehicles to enable us to continue those conversations. So those people that weren't able to come to the lecture, they can see the full version, they can look at the other things and join in. As soon as you make material available online, um, some people see it as losing control because it's almost as if the material itself is able to be recontextualised. It's taken out of its original context. So if I'm looking at something that's in India or Australia, somewhere I'm physically not very easily able to get to, I can, I can misinterpret perhaps what it is. So I think um, particularly looking at it from a museum perspective, when it's about collections, about objects, um, that, that is a, a concern. But I think actually there's nothing like a, a fresh pair of eyes, to be honest. And, and who are we to be the holder of, of knowledge? You know, we, are, we have an interpretation. Why can't there be more?